Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. in the air right now as it continues to snow here in Edmonton. Jack White at Rogers Place tonight. Brendan Ulrich with you here on Oilers Now. The return of the Brendans, I guess you could say. Is this becoming becoming a Friday thing? I don't mind it. (laughs) Yeah. Stoffer only needs to work four days a week now, and uh, we'll host the show on Fridays. Mail it in Fridays. Yes. You know what? It's uh, interesting because usually we would have Bob on the show today for uh, an interview um but due to the weather he was in a frisky mood (laughs) this morning (laughs) and he almost didn't make it to the airport for his flight as the oilers head to detroit now so it is all us today basically it is we're in charge we're not even sure if he ended up making it to the airport (laughs) he might be walking to detroit we'll see well after detroit they are uh, heading further east where it is warm right now so i don't feel too bad for bob i mean they're going to tampa bay detroit or tampa bay and uh, florida on uh, this uh, road trip as well as washington and of course detroit on saturday the oilers by the way a big win last night a shutout victory you were at the game brendan we'll get into the recap that sort of thing here in a second um did they play 
Like, give me your assessment. How well did the others play, or was it Miko Koskinen that stole the show? It was, in my estimation, at least in the first period, where uh, they were outshot substantially by Chicago. And Koskinen, uh, he didn't make a lot of... of clean saves, but he fought the puck off for the first probably four, five, six shots of the game, and he got himself into it, and uh, and I sent out a tweet, and I feel kind of sheepish for it. I said, don't rely on him to win you this game, because I did that, see that's, that tweet, that's yes. unrealistic expectations, <laughs> and then what does he do? He turns around and he pitches a 40-save shutout, so you know, uh, <laughs> was it their best effort as a team? No, but I think they cleaned a lot of the stuff up that they didn't like in the previous game, too. Timely scoring that big power play goal late in the second uh, really helped them uh, control the third period. And as you talked about, Koskinen was sensational last night. More on that as we get to the recap here in a second. I'm the worst at this. I should have went to uh, our show sponsor here right off the top. Working in sales, you think I would remember these sort of things. Hugh is going to be furious. (laughs) Well, Hugh still owes me a night on the town. So maybe uh, once he uh, pays his debts. We'll uh, get to his uh, read here. No, I'm just kidding, Hugh. Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more, digitex.ca. We have Elliot Friedman on the show today from Hockey Night in Canada at 12.35. He is our Friday regular. Red Wings play-by-play voice, friend of the show, Ken Daniels, will join us at 1.05. At 1.35, we'll talk to the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. The Oil Kings rolling along right now. Winners of four straight as they play in Regina tonight and Swift Current on Saturday. Two very winnable games here for the Oil Kings. Call us on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063 presented by River Cree Resort and Casino. They have comedian Tracy Morgan there. November 17th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Now that's the show I would like to go to. That would be a lot of fun. A lot of laughs. Of course, Tracy Morgan, very talented over at the River Cree. And the River Cree also brings us Elliot Freeman every Friday here on Oilers. Now more on that at 1235. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership. With a huge new state-of-the-art facility, experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers now, at Brendan Ulrich. At Brendan Escott. Are you over a 1,000 followers now, Brendan? I think I saw a tweet about that uh, a few minutes ago. A 1,009. Oh, wow, nine. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's pretty good. You're moving up the ranks. What does Stauffer have, like 60,000? Far far more than a 1,009. <laughs> One day you'll, you'll be on uh, Stauffer's level. All right. Time for my favorite part of the show. The Oilers Now Audio Vault. I wonder why. Uh, Of course, uh, the Oilers Now Audio Vault is brought to you by Direct Workwear. For product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. We open up with the recap of last night's game. It was the Miko Koskinen show over at Rogers Place. The Oilers look to go up two against the Chicago Blackhawks. Head-to-head tonight at Rogers Place. Seabrook to Gustafson. Fires, and that was fought off by the glove of Miko Koskinen. Relief pass, chase on, wrist shot off the post. For you, McDavid and Nugent Hopkins in front. Kajula scores! Break Kajula! Now Toby Reader back to Garrison. One-timer score! 
score. He makes the great play to hold the puck in and then scores his first goal as an Edmonton Oiler. 2-0 Edmonton. Jason Garrison, power play goal. Players like him. He's done a lot of work with some of the younger guys on the team. And he's always been able to shoot the puck, Jack. And now it's Jujar Kara streaking in right-hand side. Centers, backhander score. What a beautiful play. And finish. Drake Kajula. Now turnover. Reader to Tayson, and he scores. Dry side of the steal. Reader the assist. And Tayson the finish. Miko Koskinen has earned it. A 40-save shutout in his home debut. 4-0 the final. Yes, a big performance by Miko Koskinen. Incredible. And uh, surprising, I guess you could say. Based on what we saw in the preseason, I know uh, Oiler Nation, you know, was in a tizzy when he signed that big contract, $2.5 million in the offseason, to be a backup goaltender. But if he continues to play like that, he's going to push Cam Talbot. He's going to get starts. He'll likely start on the back-to-back uh, on this road trip in one of those two games. He's so big, like it's hard to beat him. And if he has that confidence now, he'll be hard to beat moving forward. So, after last night, how could you not be a believer in Miko Kostner? Like, he was, in, he was incredible. And he was, it was fun to watch. We're going to have a, a real split on the text line today, yes. I think. And it's going to be either make him the starter of the team, because people seem to think that Talbot hasn't been playing that well. Or it's, uh, you know, you still got to show me again. Yeah. So, I, I'm not even particularly sure what school of thought I'm from. I would like to see it again, considering the preseason and how that went, but yeah. uh, but we'll see. Well, he doesn't have a lot of NHL experience, but he now has a shutout under his belt, and he looked really good last night. So we'll, we'll open up the text line at some point today. We'll ask uh, the listeners, are you a believer in Miko Koskinen? You can text us 630-630. Here's Todd McClellan's thoughts on his uh, goaltender. It was very good. He was good early. Um, he was good in the special team situation. And I say special teams instead of penalty kill because he made more saves on our power play. We leaked chances there. And, um, you know, for me, that was a bit of a turning point. He got us through that, that bad period where we weren't sharp. And uh, we barked a little bit. Everybody responded and we settled in after. But um, great for him. He's been a good teammate the last month, month and a half. And um, guys... I want to play for him. It's a real good sign for a goaltender that's finding his way. Well, at the very least, Cam Talbot doesn't need to play 65-plus games this season. I mean, if you can play Koskinen in 20 games, maybe a few more, that'd be great, at the very least. And he's going to push, of course, Talbot for spart- for uh, starts if he continues to play like that. So an impressive showing last night for Miko Koskinen. If you're a believer, text us 630-630. By the way, I, I do think Cam Talbot has been good this season. He had a tough game against Wild, you could say. But overall, the other special teams sort of sunk them in that game. You can't really fault the goaltender a whole lot, uh, in my opinion, on that loss. So I'm assuming they go back to Talbot in Detroit. Or do you ride uh, Koskinen? That, that, that's a tough decision, I guess. But uh, you have the back-to-back, so you likely go back to Talbot, and then you play Koskinen in one of those two games on the back-to-back. But uh, I'm not the coach, so I don't know. Did McClellan talk about that after the game at all? No, nobody nobody went there in the media scrum. <laughs> but, you know, it's tough because you, you want to... Uh, obviously, Cam is still the, the starter of this team, but... Uh, 
but Koskinen, it's it's almost a luxury that you can deploy him now, or or until he shows otherwise, you can deploy him whenever you'd like and not have to worry about the matchup or anything like that. So I would imagine Cam gets back in against Detroit tomorrow. Chris in Calgary says, settle down, people. It's been two starts for Miko. Well, I'm asking you if you're a believer. I mean, he, he was impressive last night. We're excited by that. I, don't, I think it's hard not to be excited uh, after that. And you look at the trend of uh, goaltenders in the NHL right now, big goaltenders. Vasilevsky, Pekarine, who's been dominant for years. Big goaltenders, so we'll see. And, I mean, I, I think the opposition doesn't have really a book on Koskinen yet. Of course, teams will watch the tape now, maybe a little uh, more closely, and maybe find a way to beat him moving forward. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, very promising so far for Koskinen uh, through two starts here with the Oilers. Uh, we'll get back to McClellan in a second here, Brendan. Let's just get uh, Drysettle's thoughts on uh, his goaltender. Drysettle says Koskinen is instilling confidence in the group. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I think we had confidence in him uh, before that, too. Um, you know, he played a heck of a game in, in Nashville there, and, um, you know, we trust him. Um, you know, we're, we're a very comfortable group with him back there, so, um, you know, that's, uh, that's great to have. And Drake Kajula added these thoughts on his goaltender. Can't say enough about him. Uh, I think he, what, he had 40, 40 saves today or something. Uh, I know he's standing tall, makes a lot of big saves, some acrobatic saves, and uh, some key saves in big moments uh, to keep the game close. And um, you know he's uh, he's a big big goalie for us, and uh, I know he adds a lot of confidence to our team when he plays like that. I didn't even see this one here way down on the list there, uh, Brendan. A lot of clips to get to. But Kostin, the man of the hour, we need to hear from him. So let's hear what Miko had to say uh, about last night. Honestly, I only care if we win or lose, so it feels good because we win. So that's that's all that matters. We need points, and uh, we got two, so we're happy. Uh, it's always fun to see when there's a lot of shots on the net, so it, the rhythm is then easier for me, and uh, so I can't complain. Love it. Love uh, what Kostin had to say there. Uh, not a, you know, me-me guy, clearly. He's a team guy, and uh, despite... Stealing the show last night, he uh, was more uh, looking forward to picking up the two points. So Koskin was the man of the hour. Uh, Drake Kajula, another big story out of last night's game. We haven't even talked about him yet. We heard a clip from him, but uh, Kajula had a, a big game for the Oilers. It's interesting here because Kajula and uh, Chason on the right side of the top two lines both had big games last night, making the most of uh, their opportunity with Ratty out. We thought Poliarvi uh, would maybe push uh, to be in the top six. Yamamoto uh, sat out last night. So last night you have Drake Kajula on the top line, and a lot of Oiler fans were sort of questioning that decision. And, uh, you know, I was sort of wondering about that too, scratching my head a little bit, to be honest. I like Drake as a player, but I don't think he's really shown the finish around the net in the past to be playing with Connor McDavid. But last night he proved everyone wrong with some nice finish. He, he has good hands. I actually ran into Drake Kajula in his rookie season at an establishment in town, talked to him for a little bit, and he was saying how hard it is to beat NHL goaltenders. And you're coming out of college, you're a superstar there. Uh, it's tough. But perhaps he's starting to find his groove as well uh, and establish himself as an NHL player, gain that confidence. And certainly after last night, I mean, you're playing with Connor McDavid. I always wonder this as a player. Do you get nervous when you're entering a game thinking, okay, I'm with Connor McDavid. 
it's fun and games. I know I'm going to get opportunities. It's going to be a lot of fun, a privilege, but you need to produce because if you don't produce, you're going to be off that line in an instant. So last night he produced. But I always wonder that as a, as a player, would you get nervous in that situation? I don't know. I don't want to speak for anybody, but but yeah, I think that's an incredibly valid point. Now, important to remember that both of Kajula's goals came on special teams, so mm-hmm. he played well five-on-five five with that top unit, but his production came in other facets of the game, and that's what I think people should be excited about. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I, I think he, overall he was good with Connor McDavid last night, Nugent Hopkins, so we'll see if uh, he can continue uh, with that duo moving forward. If not... Would you consider Chase on that line at some point? Although you don't want to break up the chemistry right now, of course, with uh, with Drysaddle and uh, Reader because that line looks really good right now as well. But the way Chase on is playing, that's intriguing, and he looks like a player. Chase on, like a player that does it all, like a guy you win with all of a sudden. And I was a bit skeptical when he went on that heater a few games ago, but he's continuing to play so well. Uh, it's hard not to be a believer right now in Chason, who seems to be bringing it every night for the Oilers. He just looks like a hockey player, Brennan, would you agree? Like a guy that does it all for you that you can win with, at least right now. Certainly, and and even if it's not going to last, why not rack up some points right now with him producing the way that he is? And I think another way to uh, to open that Pandora's box is to put him on that first unit power play because we saw mm. again last night when Garrison scored from the point, who was the man in front? It was Chason. And I know he wasn't necessarily providing all that much of a screen, but he's still there. He's still 6-4-2-10 in front of the goaltender, at least making the goaltender think about something. So I know a lot of people on the text line over the past few days have been saying, let's take Lucic out of that spot and put Chase on there. And I think Chase on gave another couple of reasons last night for that to be the case. So again, ride the hot hand. And I do like Reader on that line as well. Um, all offseason, I've been saying the Oilers shouldn't play Lucic with dry settle. And since they put Reader. With dry settle, that line's been humming. So I just think the fact that Reader has that speed element to play with dry settle, a little more skill per se than maybe a Lucic. I, I like the the mix right now. And uh, so does Leon dry settle, who talked about uh, his, his line after the game. Yeah, it's fun right now. Um, you know, we seem to seem to create some uh, some confidence, and um, uh, you know we're clicking right now. So hopefully we can keep that going. And they'll look to continue that uh, tomorrow night when the Oilers take on the Detroit Red Wings. So that wraps up our audio vault section of Oilers now for our friends over at Direct Workwear. It's 1223 in Edmonton. We'll get to some text messages when we get back. We'll also get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing after a short timeout. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. I always get a chuckle when I hear that uh, commercial for uh, Park DeRoche there. The hockey hacky. A lot of uh, creative genius went into that idea, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Brennan Ulrich with you. Brennan Escott here as well today on Oilers Now. What time did you get in this morning, Brennan, by the way? I, I should ask because of uh, I know you're coming from the north side, <laughs> and uh, the snow and traffic was insane this morning. Okay, but here's the thing is I forgot to set my alarm this morning, so I woke up at 8.55 and still live 25 minutes from the <laughs> studio at least, plus the roads were terrible. So I rolled in uh, a little after 9.30, and we still managed to pull it off. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny just hearing everyone complain this morning coming. Everyone was miserable. And 
You know what? It drives me nuts when there's always accidents whenever the first snowfall happens. Obviously, um, you hope everyone's safe on the roads, but there always seems to be an accident, accident that's preventable, like a rear ender that just holds up traffic for an hour. Like, it's frustrating. It's maddening. I know when you're coming from the north side, you at least go on the hen day. I go right down 75th from the north side to get here, and uh, it's a battle. Was the Henday slow today too as well? I'm yeah, assuming it was. It was, yeah. it was yeah. about 80 instead of 110. But you know what? It's all I'm here alive. I'm cool with it. Yeah. And we're talking Oilers hockey. The Oilers won last night, so that helps a little bit uh, as we uh, get into NHL today here for Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. There's a game live right now being played, Brendan. There certainly is. It's uh, I don't have the TV on that channel right now, but Winnipeg and Florida are battling it out. I see you reaching for a score update here, so we'll get to that in a second. Last night, the Montreal Canadiens set the NHL record for the fastest two goals in history. They scored twice in two seconds. They scored to pull ahead with 22 seconds left in the game. That was Max Domi. And then Joel Armia scored into an empty net off the opening faceoff. I've never seen a team with an empty net at the opening faceoff, and that's probably why. Three games in the NHL tonight. We mentioned the one uh, Florida-Winnipeg. The rematch out in Finland is on right now. Roberto Luongo got the start and goal for the Panthers. It's the first time for him since game one of the season. He was on the IR with a knee injury. Um... And Colorado is visiting Vancouver, Carolina, in the desert to take on the Coyotes. Evander Kane responded to a, uh, a lawsuit through his lawyer. I haven't talked about this at all this week because I just wasn't sure. It's kind of a sensitive subject, but uh, he addressed claims that he promised an unnamed woman $3 million uh, to have an abortion. Kane's lawyer said on Thursday, quote, We firmly believe that this lawsuit is baseless both factually and legally. We will aggressively defend this claim in court on Evander's behalf and assert all applicable counterclaims. Uh, in addition to Evan Bouchard, the London Knights also get Alex Formanton back from the Ottawa Senators. He had one goal in eight games this year. And uh, we'll stick with the sense and say that Brady Kachuk skated for the first time today since tearing a ligament in his leg. He is still expected out until the middle of this month at least, though. Bakersfield Condors play the Texas Stars tomorrow night at home. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in Regina tonight. Swift Current tomorrow. Currently riding, uh, I had a three-game win streak. You said four, Brendan. We will hear from Brad Lauer. He can clear that up at uh, 135. And the U of A Golden Bears are off this weekend. Yeah, we'll have to ask Brad because uh, I didn't really look at the schedule. I just uh, thought I saw they were on a four-game win streak, but uh, I could be wrong there. By the way, I wonder who's going to win the uh, Memorial Cup this year. <laughs> London Knights are going to be stacked as usual. They already have Boquist on the back end. Now they get Bouchard back, who showed well uh, with the Oilers. His time will come with the Oilers, likely next season. Can't wait to see uh, what he can do moving forward. But I do think this was the right decision for his development to go back down to junior and play on a stacked uh, London Knights team here and likely compete for a Memorial Cup. It's uh, 1230 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out for the 1230 News with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we'll chat with Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.